Influence comes in many different forms. At times, we take in influence. Other times, we give off influence on other people. You can have influence on others just as easily as others can have influence on you. Today, I want to bring some light on how influence can have significant impact on our life. Also, how to navigate through negative influences. And most importantly, we're looking at how we can be an effective influence on people around us. I titled this one, Inspire Others Through Influence. Allow me to welcome you into a new episode of That's the Truth. Hello, everyone. It's great to have you back. Welcome into another episode of That's the Truth podcast. I am your host, Jay Gallegos, and my goal is to help others get one step closer and further along in becoming who God has called us to be so we can be effective and make an impact in every area of our life. As you know, I am committed to learning and growing in every way by applying biblical principles to our life. The best part is that I get to invite others on the journey so they can learn and grow along with us. We focus on both practical and spiritual topics based on the Word of God. We also share practical ways on on how to apply them so we can become what God has called us to be one step at a time. By now, if you've been following, you can expect a new episode bi-weekly, the first Friday of every month. It'll be just you and me, followed by a conversation with a guest later in the month. Also, keep an eye out for bonus content. So go ahead and subscribe now so you don't miss out on any of that. A big thank you to everyone who has already subscribed, maybe has provided feedback or has shared the podcast on social media. Thank you so much for that. It really helps extend the reach of the podcast as we invite others to join the community. So today we're focusing on influence. We're going to be talking about how it impacts our life and how it inspires others. If we are locked in, taking steps closer to becoming who God has called us to be, we must consider our environment and how people within proximity influence the decisions we make daily. Influence comes in many different forms, and it's a two-way street. You can have influence on others just as easily as others can have influence on you. Second Peter chapter 3, Peter presents an, in, an intriguing question that I want to share with you. In Second Peter chapter 3, Peter writes a second letter during his imprisonment as he awaits to be executed. He receives word that during that time period, people were becoming impatient and becoming deceived by those teaching against and denying a second coming of Christ. He writes to the believers, bringing their thoughts back to the truth and reminding them of the promise the truth brings. He starts off by saying in verse one, I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. Peter also mentioned that God does not perceive time as we do. A day to God is like a thousand years to us. God is not subject to time. He is everlasting. To some, the Lord's return can be perceived as delayed. In reality, it's God's way of expressing unconditional love through the vehicle of patience towards us. He is lovingly patient because he does not want anyone to perish, but to approach him through true repentance. How do we perceive the promise? I know at times it seems as if we don't always receive the answers we're searching for in a timely manner. We may perceive them as delayed answers, but God is the author of perfection. So his coming and his answers are worth waiting for. 
In verse 11, I want to share with you a question that is proposed by Peter that is very interesting to me, and I found it very intriguing. He says, since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? That's the question. What kind of people ought you to be? Meaning, while we wait for Christ's return, who are we supposed to become? Notice that he didn't refer to what are we to be doing, but rather becoming. What kind of people ought you to be? He answers this for us in the same verse. We should be becoming and living out more holy and godly lives during our waiting for Christ's return. And in verse 14, he says, he reminds them of how they were supposed to be living in the meantime. He says, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with him. Who we become during the waiting process is much more significant than what we do. By putting into practice what the Word of God teaches us consistently will allow us to become who God intended us to be. As we change our way of thinking, our attitude, our character, and we align our lives according to the Word of God, we become a source of light and hope to others and to this world. Keep in mind that the distance is much more significant than the destination. I'll say that one more time. The distance is much more significant than the destination. At times, we can become so destination-driven that we overlook the pivotal stops along the way. We must embrace the journey. We must embrace the distance. This is where we learn and where we grow. Along the journey, we learn to put our trust in God, and our faith will bear fruit. Who we become transpires throughout the distance of the journey. However, who we become is often led by our influences. Who and what we listen to, what we see, and who we spend most of our time with. Who we become is often influenced by our environment. Proverbs 12.26 says, The righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. As cliche as it may sound, I am sure you have heard people say, Choose your friends wisely. Who and whatever is leading you will produce a positive or a negative influence. That could be mentally, how we think, how you make decisions, how you manage your relationships, your relationship with God. Think about the current influences in your life right now. These may not always be so evident. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 5, state something very interesting. There will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, have nothing to do with such people. When you realize that you haven't been yourself Examine your environment. You may be influenced by people around you more than you realize. Paul refers to these as terrible times. People will be more self-centered than ever, enhancing all of the character traits that go against the word of God. Be aware of who you allow to influence your life. For example, social media, so-called friends, maybe coworkers, media outlets with defined political agendas. And notice in verse 5, he says, have nothing to do with such people. This does not mean to judge or abstain from people with beliefs that are different than your own. 
This does not mean to isolate people that don't think, live, or believe like you. This only makes us realize how much people desperately need Jesus more than ever today and now. Have nothing to do with such people. All right, here's the translation. Do not be influenced by people who want nothing to do with God. However, we are called to love them all and reflect the gospel truth by living it, by being it, and becoming the bridge to Jesus. We have to be the bridge. We have to be the body of Christ. You can't just talk about it. You have to be about it. I love this quote by Andy Stanley, and he says, you can't influence people you refuse to associate with. I'll say that one more time. You can't influence people you refuse to associate with. As Christians, we have the responsibility to be a powerful influence so others can come to Jesus through repentance. This is being the bridge. Do not allow yourself to be influenced by lovers of pleasure. Think about this. Who do you spend most of your time with? Who do you talk to the most? Who and what do you search for online the most? Think of those closest to you in your inner circle. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4 says, No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, rather tries to please his commanding officer. I want to ask you, who are you trying to please? We answer this question by analyzing the type of decisions we make in public, how we align our perspective around others. This is powered by influence. John 15:4 says, Remain in me, and I also remain in you. One thing is to be influenced by others, but it's different to be the one who influences the environment. If Jesus is truly in us, we are to reflect who we are in him. I want you to self-reflect for a moment. How do you influence people around you? In your leadership, in your relationships, in your family, at work, in school, in public? Maybe when you're frustrated, stuck in long lines at Starbucks, or maybe you're stuck in traffic? Ask yourself, if Jesus is truly in me, have I truly crucified the passions and the desires that do not please God? Have I aligned my character with the Spirit of God? These are important questions. John chapter 1, verse 4 and 5. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. If you are walking led by the Spirit, you are to be light in darkness. If you are a person with strong influence, have something to say that moves people to a positive action and not just for mere entertainment. Inspire them to do something positive. Here's an important question. Do you influence for a positive action or do you blend in with the crowds? Can you simply dictate the temperature of your environment or can you change it? Titus chapter 2 verse 7 and 8 says, In everything, set them an example by doing what is good. In your teaching, show integrity, seriousness, and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned, so that those who oppose you may be ashamed because they have nothing bad to say about us. Your biggest influence will impact who you are currently becoming. Be the stronger influence, even if you are the only one that stands for what is right. Stand by what pleases God. People who oppose your beliefs will always have something negative to say, but a good testimony and a good example will silence the gossip every time. People talk anyway, and people will talk. Just don't give them the reason to have something negative to say. Stand firm in what you believe. Don't be easily swayed. Know why you believe it. Live out what you believe so no one has anything 
bad to say. First Timothy chapter four, verse 15 and 16 says, be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress. Watch that. Everyone may see your progress. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Preserve in them because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. We don't always know who we influence with our lifestyle, our decisions, and how we carry ourselves. People watch us from afar, and you'll be surprised how many people are really influenced by your character, how you carry yourself, how you deal with situations. If we remain diligent and preserve our lifestyle according to scripture, the results will speak for themselves. People will notice that you are different and set apart, that you truly are a firm believer by action and not just by word of mouth. Your influence will inspire others to God and it can lead them or it can lead them further away. Your influence will inspire others to God or it can lead them further away. Proverbs 13, 20 says, he who walks with the wise will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. Walk with the wise and become wise. This speaks to how we are influenced by others. We become like our closest influence. Surround yourself with people of good influence, people with wisdom. Surround yourself with people with knowledge, people that are God-fearing, God-seeking, and learn how they succeed in life. Surround yourself with people that know how to navigate the ship. Here's what I mean by that. Surround yourself with great leadership. Surround yourself with great mentorship. Surround yourself with, with people that know about discipleship. Surround yourself with great stewardship, with those who know how to worship. Surround yourself with good fellowship. Be around and surround yourself with true friendship. Surround yourself with people that know how to navigate the ship. Proverbs 18.24 says, One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Bad influences will likely bear negative consequences. When our influences or friendships have led us astray or abandoned us, Jesus still stands with us faithfully regardless of the circumstances. Jesus is our faithful influence. Strive to be more like him and less like the ones that pull you away from him. Second Timothy chapter 3, 14 and 15 says, but as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of because you know those from whom you learned it. Verse 15 says, and how from infancy you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Jesus, in Christ Jesus. All scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. The Apostle Paul is reminding Timothy to continue in what his influencers taught him based on the word of God to apply what he learned from them. He's encouraging him to apply what he already knows, what he learned, what he saw them do so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So let's review for a moment. We talked about keeping in mind who we allow to influence our life. Your environment will eventually get on you before it gets in you. and finally. It'll come out through you. Don't isolate or judge the negative influences, but rather love them all. Don't judge them, but love them. Be firm in your beliefs and inspire others to positive action through your influence. Just as important, consider how you influence others. 
and remember to be a reflection of Jesus and the truth. Inspire others through your influence. Thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's podcast and you found this helpful in some way, let us know about it. I would love to connect with you on social media. In the description below, you will find the links. You can also visit the blog page where you can find more helpful content like this at inspired2inspired.org. That's inspired, the number two, inspired.org. And you will be able to find the links also in the description below. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on anything. I encourage you to help us reach others by rating, leave a review or share it on social media. And that would mean so much to me. And I'll be very, very appreciative of that. In the meantime, continue moving forward in the direction God is leading you. Continue taking steps closer and becoming who God has intended you to be so you can be impactful in every area of your life. God bless. And we'll see you on the next one.